Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, pride, and control. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CR Checkup Podcast. I'm so excited to have each and every one of you here with us today. My hope is that I got a chance to see you either on Monday night at our Goodyear campus or on Wednesday night at our Buckeye campus. But regardless of whether you come to our meeting or you don't, or maybe you simply missed, or maybe you live in a different state or a different country, hey, we're so excited that you're joining in on the conversation here today. We hope that you can join in and just have a conversation about the stuff that we started in person, in this case, on Wednesday. Wednesday night. And uh, on the second Wednesdays of the month, we get the opportunity to have a testimony at our Buckeye campus. And it's always a really good time. We always have a potluck and, and, you know, all of these things is really, really good time. So if you're ever in the area in that time, we encourage you to come out. Uh, But this past Wednesday was uh, really special to me as I got an opportunity to have a a fun conversation uh, with one of my really, really good friends, a guy who's been around Celebrate Recovery in general for quite a while. Uh, But our group for for, for quite some time as well, too. Somebody who's uh, very near and dear to my heart, and I'm excited to have him in the studio here with us today. So uh, without, you know, anymore, hey, would you please introduce yourself for us? Hi, my name is Bob Rodriguez, and I'm a believer in Christ, and I struggle with uh, sexual purity and anger. Hey, Bob, thanks so much for making the time to uh, come and chat with us today. How you doing, John? Doing good, doing good. So, man, uh, I mean, over the years here, uh, I mean, you were here at Celebrate Recovery at Palm Valley Church, even before I came on the scene, um, before, you know, uh, early on in Palm Valley Church, we had Celebrate Recovery here, and then we didn't have it anymore. And and then, uh, you know, almost, it's been about six years here that we've been doing Celebrate Recovery. And right around the beginning, you you showed up and, and you came into the office and you sat down and we had a good conversation and, and you just shared your heart about it. And you said, hey, I just want to be a part of this. And that was super encouraging to me. It's always really encouraging when people who are willing to just come in and, and just serve, uh, just come in. And you were one of those guys. And uh, just, I'm super grateful for you, man. Thank you, John. Absolutely. So... If some people out there have the disadvantage of not getting to come to our group and don't come on Monday nights where you generally are at our Goodyear campus, uh, they don't know much about you, they, they missed your testimony this past week, I would love if you could just share a little bit about your story, kind of what brought you into Celebrate Recovery, um, and kind of where you're at now, and, and all of those good things. Could you just share a little bit about that for us? Sure. Well, I was, um, I was real heavy into the drugs and alcohol Um at an early age, I started, um, you know, uh, it was pretty much part of my life for so many years that I was uh, pretty much oblivious to anything going on around me. Mm. It got to the point where the drugs and the alcohol was really getting to me. Um, I almost died mm-hmm. from it. Um, uh, all this during this time, I, I, I never knew the Lord. I just never trusted him. I didn't speak to him. Um, I didn't like anyone around me telling me that that's what I should be doing. <laughs> right. Um, I felt that the drugs and alcohol was was the only way to soothe my pain, mm. and and it did. It soothed my pain, uh, but along the road, uh, it also killed all my feelings. Mm. Uh, and, and again, like I mentioned, I, I just didn't have God in my life. Yeah. Um, it got to the point where. Um, 
I actually one night OD'd on on drugs and alcohol, and um, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. In fact, I was dying. Right. And I asked the Lord to come into my life for the first time I'd ever in my life. I've I never talked to Him, and I asked Him. I said, you know, if you help me with this, I will follow you. Hmm. And I felt something very strange happen to me at that point. I felt something was on my shoulder, like like a hand. Wow. I always thought it was my brother who had passed away uh, not too long ago. and and um, But now I realize it was the Lord. Mm. And by telling him that I, I'm going to follow him, um, he, what he did was he took took it away from me. I, 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 I stopped drinking and I stopped doing drugs. And, I mean, I just did it all right then and there. Wow. Okay? But... For a few years, I was a closet case. I didn't uh, speak to anybody, didn't want to go anywhere. Mm. Uh, my wife kept telling me, you know, you need to get help yeah. because even though you stop doing it cold, um, you, you still have a lot of issues, and, and you're going to you're gonna fall down again. Yeah, you're yeah. just not drinking. That's it. Right, right. We we'll call it a dry drunk, right? Yeah, exactly, dry drunk. <laughs> just closet, not drinking. A closet, dry drunk. <laughs> so my wife was out searching for churches, and she came back and— uh, she found a church, which was Palm Valley. Yeah. And it was over at the theaters, and she said, I think you're going to like this church. Well, you know, I had I'd never went to Christian churches. I was always a Catholic and didn't, much, didn't do much of that either. Right. And again, not knowing the Lord, I stayed away from all that. Um, so I went with her to the theaters and got it, went in, heard Pastor Greg Rollinger speak, and I kind of looked over at her and I said, wow, he's telling my story. <laughs> and she kind of smiled because she knew right then and there that, that God had come into my life. Yeah. So I, I wanted, I got really hungry and I wanted more of this, you know, and I wanted to understand, okay, well, who are these characters in the Bible and what did mm-hmm. they do? And, you know, what does Greg Rollinger do as the pastor? Yeah. <laughs> so I really got really involved, okay, to the point where, uh, he had introduced me to a man by the name of George Egan, who was, who was my sponsor at the, at, later on. And so Greg said, there's a program we have here, and George is going to introduce you to it <laughs> called Celebrate Recovery. And I think, you know, it's going to help you. Yeah. So I attended my first meeting, which, to be honest with you, uh, you know, there was a lot of weird people in there. <laughs> you know? And I'm thinking... I don't think I need this. Right, really yeah, don't. which is what we all think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every single one of us. <laughs> well, I remember listening to these guys speak, and I even remember a guy next to me who was a heroin addict. He was he was just shaking. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I said, man, these guys, I don't hold a candle to any of these guys, <laughs> man. They got some stories, you know? Yeah. So I, I really got... I really liked the meeting, and my brother Hector, who was the leader of the meeting, asked me to pray, and I didn't know how to pray in front of men. I mean, I didn't know what to do. I was taught in Catholic school, you know, say, Hail Mary, Our Father, what do I say? Right. So I began to start speaking, and as I was speaking, um, after I got done, my brother told me, and the people that were in there said, well, that's a great prayer. Well, you know, again, God came into my life because I don't remember that prayer. Yeah. I don't remember anything. So after that, again, I got, I wanted to learn more. I wanted to, so I started attending the meetings. 
1996, I, I was baptized here at Palm Valley. Mm. Pastor Greg baptized me, and I, I became a Christian. Mm. I had a new life. Uh, no more drugs, no more alcohol. Uh, that was really my cloud Yeah. because I had a lot of underlying uh, addictions. Mm. And I, th- I always tell people, I think I, I think I went through all of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <over laughs> Tried all of them. <laughs> you know, financial. I think I went through all of them. Yeah. And uh, celebrate recovery to me, it, it, it's part of my life. Yeah. You know, I cannot leave it. I, I have to have it every Monday when I come in. Yeah. I have to listen to people. I have to listen to lessons, even though I've heard it a million times. Right. I always, always find something new. Yeah. So that's kind of a little history of me and coming to Palm. And that was that was twenty twenty six years ago. Just celebrated twenty six yeah. years ago, huh? And then twenty was it twenty four years ago when I got baptized and and also came here to to Palm Valley celebrate recovery. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing, man. And I just love hearing the the stories of the longevity. I think that's the that's the true key in all of this. You know, when we see people consistent in the program, that's what is encouraging. You know, we look at that, and we say it's possible, man. You know, because when I came into the room, and I'm sure it was same for you. I mean, you didn't see 26 years down the road, right? It, it was impossible. I did. Like I it, didn't. Right? Yeah. I mean, the same when I came in, it was just like. 30 days is impossible. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't do it. I, there, nobody can do it. And anybody in here who says that they've been sober for 30 days is a liar, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we we prevail and we see that God does amazing works. And yeah. and when we see guys, you know, stick it out in the program 26 years, man, that's, that's a lifetime. Yeah. Like, that's huge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And God has truly given you a, a new life, you yeah, know? It's not, not figuratively yeah. in the sense that, oh, you know, you just... And your heart became a new person. You had a whole entire another life in Christ, and that's that's beautiful. It's yeah. it's definitely something to be cherished. And right. and I pray for the same thing for me and for for the other people in the group too. Yeah. There's something though that I wanted to talk about a little bit that you had shared in your testimony. Something that kind of kept on going, uh, kind of throughout your story, is you were sharing how um, the way that kind of the community that you lived in. There was a, a strong emphasis on trying to shape you as a man, right? With violence, with you know, anger, and with you know, the way that you treated women, and with drugs and alcohol, and all of these different things. Um, and you just you kept on like sharing that of this is the way that I was raised, and it was intentional, and there was purpose behind it, and all of those different things. And I really love when we do hear stories about people who seem to just be delivered from an addiction, right? And that's your case. That's your case, and that's beautiful. And that's not always the case. And uh, some, quite honestly, it's usually the exception. It, it's yeah. it's not generally like that. Um, but God, if God chooses, then he, he will, you know, and that's your situation. That's beautiful. But the reason why I kind of tie all of these things together is because obviously over years and years and years, you developed this persona that your community had molded and shaped you into, and God delivered you from those addictions, but yet you still had this kind of care, all of these character defects, right? Mm, right? And so I would love if you just shared a little bit about what that process has been like, even in the beginning stages, how you kind of shifted from being able to see, okay, God has done this in my life, but he wants more from me. 
How, how do I continue to do these things? So what was that process for you like? And what is it like now? Because you continue to work through these things, correct? Well, as everyone that comes to celebrate recovery knows, the process is, is doing your 12 steps. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was molded into this area, this neighborhood. I was molded into all kinds of addictions, you know, anger, sexual addiction, you know, alcoholism, uh, drugs. Um, it was built into me. Yeah. Okay. To the point where I didn't know how to get it out. Right. And the drugs and alcohol and everything else soothed my pain. Okay. Exactly. But that wasn't the way to go. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So when I started to realize that how how do I how do I get rid of this? I, I want to tell you a real quick story, and I don't yeah. think I've ever told you this, John. But during that time, I had gone to a psychologist. Oh, okay. okay? And I never forget him. It was over at St. Joseph's Hospital, and uh, he told me he he said, "Well, you know," he said, "I can now that you, that you stop your drinking and your alcohol, you, you know, you're gonna." Ha-, he says, "If you have any of those cravings again, okay." He says, well, what you need to do is you need to find something else that makes you feel good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is like, went, okay, like what? Like he goes, I don't diff- know. He goes, uh, go to a mall. Go shopping. Well, guess oh. what? I became a, a shopping financial addict. Yeah. Because of wow. that was not good advice. No, okay? I would say. So so I said, no, this isn't the way. Yeah. So when I, when I found Celebrate Recovery... Uh, I realized that the process in Celebrate Recovery was the process that I was looking for. Yeah. Especially every step that we took in the 12 steps. I mean, to identify your character defects, okay? Yeah. Why did you do the things that you did? Mm, yeah. Okay? And I was able to, well, I wasn't. God identified <laughs> right. that for me. Yeah. And he said, Bob, this is the reason why you did this. Mm. Okay. And a lot of it dealt because of my the molding that, that I had coming from that neighborhood and my family. Yeah. So when I took every step as it was, uh, and then I found out, you know what? Now I know why I drank. Yeah. Now I know why I, I did drugs. Now I know why I was a sexual addict. Because... Everybody lives with this pain when they mm. first start. Yeah. They have the hurts, the hang-ups, and the habits, okay? And in order to get rid of them, you have to work the process. Yeah. And the process is the 12 steps. Yeah. If you don't do that, you're never going to get well. Yeah. Because I always tell people that when I got done with my 12 steps, God painted a picture for me. Mm. And he showed me what it was that I... Got rid of. Right. I asked for forgiveness mm. and got rid of all that. And when I did, the only reward that I got was peace. Yeah. I didn't have to drink anymore. Yeah. I didn't have to do drugs anymore. I didn't have to do any of that stuff. Mm. So, yeah, that, that's kind of how it was. And, and that's why I keep saying that, you know, anybody that comes to celebrate recovery, just like you said, you're clean for 30 days. Well, yeah, okay. But what are you doing in those 30 days? Yeah. You know, what are you doing to identify your character, you know, your defects? Right. What are you doing? Yeah. And that's important. Yeah. I guess it's it's the difference between sobriety and recovery. Right. 
right? And it's the level at which you want to find or have serenity in our lives. Right. Because like you said, those first couple of years being a dry drunk, nothing changed nothing except changed. for not using drugs or alcohol. Right. And that's was similar to my experience before I had my, my last relapse. And before, you know, I've got this long extended period of, of, of sobriety and recovery right. now, right. because the difference is, is that not only have I stopped using drugs and alcohol, but I've allowed God to do the changes inside of my life that allow me to actually heal. Right. And you're right. It happens to the 12 step process. Right. And uh, that actually kind of brings us into our kind of next point here um, in our group, as you know, we've been talking about step seven and uh, step seven says we humbly asked him to remove all of these shortcomings. Mm -hmm. And you already kind of touched on this a little bit, but I was just wondering if maybe you could share with the people who are in group or on the podcast or, or whatever it may be. Um, maybe they're on step seven or maybe they're not. Do you have any advice for us, for those of us on step seven or um, any kind of experiences that you had as you went through or, or just mm -hmm. some little knowledge or insights? Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, first of all, um, in step seven, um, you know, um, by the time you get to step seven, you've pretty much identified a lot of your, your defects. Okay. Um, what I did was I wrote a lot of them down, Yeah. you know, and I looked at them and again, it was part of the picture that 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 Christ is painting for me. Okay, mm. um, to me, I think identifying all those and praying over them, mm -hmm. because I, I truly, truly, I never believed in prayer, <laughs> but once I decided that this was the way to go, prayer is very strong for me. Amen. Okay? Um, I looked at those defects. And it reminded me, okay, yeah, my shortcomings, well, yeah, okay. This is where I've got to, this is where I've got to stop. And this is what I've got to do. So I prayed on a I had a list of things and I prayed over them. And I said, Lord, please forgive me for all this. I need you to take them away completely. Hmm. I don't ever want to see them again. Hmm. And he did. Hmm. And he did. So prayer to me is is I think it's the biggest thing. So once you identify all that, write them down. Look yeah. at them. And, and you know what? I'll tell you something. To this day, I still have them written down. Wow. And I still look at them because I don't ever want to have to go back to that. Yeah. So it reminds me that, yeah, you don't, and God tells me, you don't need to go back to that no more. Yeah. You've already given it away. And that's that's what you need to do. Yeah, no, I think that's good. It's a great reminder um, as we come into step seven is to talk about prayer because right. that's all we can do, yeah. right? Because exactly. this this part is it's up to God. You know, um, we can't necessarily have Him remove the defects. Right. Um, he's got to remove them. Right. And the only way that we can really go about, we have to become willing. Right. And step six is okay. I'm I'm willing to allow God to do it. Exactly. Now I'm asking Him to do it. And that's primarily through prayer. Right. And I, it's really important to be able to obviously just do that in prayer, ask him to do that. Right. But uh, just even more so kind of to your point, right. continuing to pray, talk to God, uh, right. be in relationship with him and, and have that open line of communication right. in order to be able to work through it. Because even though it's a simple kind of one step, pray it right. and believe it. Um, it's still a process in itself, right. right? And something that we continue to do as we're 
maybe things keep on popping back up and we're continuing to go back to God and we say, Hey, I'm still kind of struggling with this thing. Or, you know, I know I gave this to you, but I picked it back up. And, right. and so we continue to have conversations. Um, and so I think that's, that's really good advice to capitalize on prayer for sure. And I think one of the main things, don't get discouraged. Yeah, because that's God, good. You know, when you pray, God may not answer your prayer right then and there. Yeah. But again, like I mentioned, I have these things written down. So if you're going to relapse, look at them. Mm. Because God wants you to look at them, and he wants to remind you, I have taken these things away from you. Mm. You don't need to relapse, yeah. okay? So do not get discouraged, but follow me. And mm. and and to between the two of us, we'll conquer this, mm. okay? So... Yeah, it's very important. Prayer to me is is huge. It's yeah. very huge, and I just think that again, he might not might not answer it right then and there, right? But you're going to find out he will, and you're going to go, "Wow, where'd that come from?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing for sure. Uh, yeah. So, well, thank you for that. Um, the last thing I would just like to chat about really quick, and, and I know that uh, this is something that's really close to your heart here, is um, the newcomers. Uh, what would you share with the people who are just getting started, man? They're walking through that door just like you were thinking, there's a bunch of weirdos in here. <laughs> I don't belong here and so on and so forth. Yeah. What would you share with those people, man, who are just getting really started with this program? Yeah. Well, first of all, I used to always tell people, at least give it at least six weeks. If, yeah. if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but God will speak to you. Yeah. God's going, one of the things that, that, I usually used to tell newcomers is keep coming. Yeah. Because you're going to find something like I did when you come, something that God has revealed to you. Yeah. And you have to really, really pay attention to that because God is showing you things. Okay. So the more you come, the more he's going to reveal to you. Um, one of the things, again, is, is if you're working your steps, pay attention. Mm -hmm. Try to see what he's trying to tell you. Because, you know, it's you and him. Yeah. All right. And a lot of, and I've seen a lot of men come in and say, you know, after two weeks, no, I don't want to do it no more. Yeah. I don't want to do it no more. And they give up and they go relapse. No. Yeah. You know, I'm telling you, again, give it some time. It's not going to take over. How long did it take me to get, you know, to years of alcohol and drugs right and how long has it taken me to not do that right it's a process man you you got to look at it you know and you got to stay with it and so for newcomers just keep coming and the other important thing is find someone you can talk to mm, yeah you know find accountability partners find a sponsor someone that you can trust and you can sit down and you can talk to. That's another important thing. I had my sponsor, George Egan, who passed away two, uh, two weeks ago. After he passed away, I'm going to tell you something, guys. I thought I lost. I, I felt a hole in my body. Mm -hmm. I felt I lost something. Yeah. You know, because for many, many years, he was there for me. Mm -hmm. So find somebody like that that you can talk to, you can call up. You know, when you feel like you're going to relapse, Talk to somebody. Yeah. That's important because you got to remember some. Uh, we are not. We're not God. And we're right. not Christ, but we're representatives, mm. and we can give you some advice. Yeah, you know, and that's all we can do. But most of all, we can pray with you. Yeah, and I think because I think that's really good advice there um, to find somebody. I mean, it's to make those connections makes it even more, you know, uh, 
gives me more strength to be able to keep coming back as right. well, right? right? If I if I want to follow that simple kind of guidance there of keep coming back, one of the things that I can do to help me keep coming back in those first, you know, six weeks or so to help me because it's going to be difficult is to find somebody that can help keep me accountable right. for that. I think what I would add to it is to give somebody a chance right. because I think most of us kind of come in here with this already idea that we can't trust anybody and right. we can't, and, you know, we can't put out a disclaimer and say that you can trust every single person in Celebrate Recovery or, we, you know, we can't guarantee that you're not going to get hurt or burnt by people. You know, we're all capable of it. You know, we're all, we all make mistakes. But the point here is give, give somebody a shot. Like give it, give it a chance, you know, and really, really, really try. And if right. that first person lets you down, then maybe try one more, try you one know, more. Yeah. Um, because – Again, like you said, dude, we, we got to do this with, along with people. We can't right. do it by ourselves. And exactly. there is this bond that happens with sponsors that is just really, really incredible. People who know everything about us, still accept us, still talk through us at our craziest moments and our <laughs> wild thoughts and, exactly. and uh, help us through the hard times and the good times and everything in between. And it's something really, really special that we have. And uh, if you're not doing it, you're really missing out. Right. It's a really giant part of this program to work through the steps and to have a sponsor, somebody that's going to be able to walk through it all with us. Exactly. So, Bob, thanks so much for taking the time here. Is there anything you want to share to our listeners before we go here? Well, just want to say that, um, you know, to all of you out there, um, just come come to Celebrate Recovery. Give it a, give it a shot. Give it some time. Um we have some great leaders here. We, you know, John's a, a great pastor. Um, everything he does that we do here at Celebrate Recovery is what we should be doing. Mm. So I just ask everybody out there that if you're thinking about it or if you've already attended and so maybe you think like, I don't know if this is really mm. for me. I'm going to tell you something. It's for you. <laughs> Amen. Okay? Because I've been on the lay side, mm-hmm. okay, and just like I told you, yeah, the guy told me to go to the shopping mall. And did, well, yeah. come on. You think that's <laughs> what God would have you do? <laughs> okay. That's not going to take away your hurt and your pain. Right, yeah. You know, all it's doing is giving you another addiction. Amen, yeah. So give it give it some time, and time is, is, is the essence. Yeah. Give it some time because even though you come to Celebrate Recovery and you're not feeling it, and you say, man, I'm, I'm just bummed today, man. Give it some time. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. And then just pay attention. Pay attention to what God's trying to tell you. That's good. Bob, thanks so much, man. I love you, bro. Thank I'm you, so man. grateful for uh, your willingness to come on here, do the podcast, and just everything you do for us at Celebrate Recovery. Been doing it for years, and we just absolutely we'll love you. To do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take care, bro. I love you, and I God love bless. You. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to the CR Checkup Podcast. This podcast is meant to start conversations, not end them. So we encourage you to continue having conversations wherever you're at. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. You can also reach us by emailing recovery at palmvalley.org.